This is Sunrise, the who, what, when, where, why, and WTF of Florida politics. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee, where critical race theory is no longer allowed to be taught in Florida public schools. The Board of Education heard more than an hour of testimony where opponents said it was a Marxist plot to undermine America. It is anti-American and a blatant Marxist agenda to divide, not unite, and to enforce the destruction of our great nation. Let's be frank, it really seeks to destroy America as a whole. Unless you pass this rule, the leftist radical school board members who want to indoctrinate them, they will find a backdoor to be able to teach this. We all know it's a Marxist tactic to divide our country by class, and by race. But supporters of critical race theory say the state's new rule to prohibit discussion is whitewashing history for political purposes. This proposal is Trumpism. It's racist and it is keeping this country divided. What you are proposing will create a chilling and damaging effect. And who will be most harmed are young people. That plan is to brainwash public school students in the state of Florida. It's an effort to whitewash, cover up, and candy coat history. Governor Ron DeSantis proposed the ban on teaching critical race theory and was the biggest supporter of this new rule. That is not what we need to be doing in Florida. Uh, We need to be doing uh, educating people, not trying to indoctrinate them uh, with ideology. You'll hear a lot more about this during his upcoming campaigns. The governor collected more than 7 million buckaroos for his re-election campaign during the month of May and has almost $40 million in the bank. Congressman Charlie Crist, who is running for governor, picks up the endorsements of seven Democrats from the Florida House of Representatives. And today's the day the state will finally release an update on COVID casualties. But thanks to the CDC, we have a pretty good idea of how bad it's going to be because the feds are still releasing the numbers on a daily basis instead of once a week like the state. We'll also have your daily calendar of political events and the story of a Florida man who is back behind bars after breaking out of the Pinellas County Jail. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Friday, June 11th. This is National German Chocolate Cake Day, National Corn on the Cob Day, and it's King Kamehameha Day, honoring the man who united the Hawaiian Islands all the way back in 1810. On this day in 1942, the Africa Corps, commanded by General Erwin Rommel, was defeated at El Alamein. It was the turning point of the war in North Africa. In 1964, Queen Elizabeth ordered the Beatles to attend her birthday party. They did. And on this date in 1967, a three-day race riot started in Tampa after 19-year-old Martin Chambers was shot and killed by a cop. Governor Claude Kirk ordered 500 National Guardsmen, 235 Highway Patrol Troopers, and 250 law enforcement officers from other jurisdictions to help restore order in the Bay Area. The governor claims victory after another skirmish in America's culture war. The State Board of Education has approved a rule championed by Ron DeSantis to prohibit the teaching of critical race theory in Florida schools. DeSantis was the first to speak in favor of that change as he made a virtual appearance at Thursday's board meeting. You look at some of the things that have happened throughout the country in some of these places, um, there's really outrageous things going on about uh, what they're doing uh, by basically using critical race theory to bring ideology and political activism uh, as to the forefront of education. That is not what we need to be doing in Florida. Uh, We need to be doing uh, educating people, not trying to indoctrinate them uh, with ideology. Some of the things that we see um, throughout the the country, um, you know, they're actually in upstate New York. uh, You know, we were looking at these examples 
You know, they taught that uh, they forced kindergartners to watch uh, videos saying that um, racist police and state-sanctioned violence, you know, will kill uh, people at any time based on race. Uh, you have things in Arizona where they had an equity toolkit saying that babies show racism at three months old and that white children are racist, you know, by age five. Uh, so some of this stuff uh, is, is, I think, really toxic. I think it's going to uh, cause a lot of divisions. Uh, I think it'll cause people to think of themselves more as a member of, uh, of a particular race or based on skin color uh, rather than based on the content of their character and based on uh, their hard work and, and what they're trying to accomplish in life. And so I, I think that what you're doing uh, is the right thing to do. In Florida, we have we require teaching actual history of every part of American history the history of slavery in America, the Civil War. Obviously, the idea that you wouldn't teach that, which some people say it's a straw man argument, you know, that obviously led to three major amendments of the Constitution, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. Uh, you look at things like the Civil Rights Movement um, leading to you know, major uh, legislation like the 64 Civil Rights Act. So that is not only uh, should be taught in Florida, it is required uh, to be taught in Florida, uh, and it absolutely should be. So that has been in statute, just like we have things um, in statute uh, about teaching kids about the Holocaust and, um, and other really, really significant um, events uh, in, in not only American but world history. So all of that is in statute. All of that will absolutely uh, be a part. Uh, but when it departs from a historical record, and then when it goes into trying to create narratives that basically are teaching kids that the country is rotten and that our institutions um, are illegitimate, that is not worth any taxpayer dollars. Uh, it's wrong, um, and it's not something that we should do. The governor's words did not convince Todd Wells of Jacksonville. He told the Board of Education this has nothing to do with education and everything to do with politics. This proposal is Trumpism. It's racist, and it is keeping this country divided. In the 60s, this is the same thing that happened when the African-American community demanded that African-American experience be taught in our schools. DeSantis glanced over history in his presentation this morning. Slavery lasted 246 years. He left out Reconstruction and the violent way it was overthrown. He left out the Black Codes. He left out the massacres that were carried out against the African-American communities. He left out the terror lynching period. He left out the people that were lynched just because they wanted to vote. He left out 100 years of segregation. He left out the assassination of African Americans who fought for equality. DeSantis and his cronies are old-style Dixocrats. This move to censor teachers in our schools dates back to the United Daughters of the Confederacy and the propaganda of the lost cause. The daughters censored all Southern history. If it didn't celebrate the Confederacy, it did not get into the history books. While they were pushing the philosophy of white supremacy, African Americans were being lynched by the hundreds. Our neighborhoods were being burnt to the ground. Teaching the facts will bring the country together, not divide the country. And the only reason that I can see that y'all don't want that to happen is because you're ashamed of the history. Tamson Bell has three kids in Duval County Schools, and she views critical race theory as a ploy to destroy America from within. 
It is anti-American and a blatant Marxist agenda to divide, not unite, and to enforce the destruction of our great nation. Let's be frank, it really seeks to destroy America as a whole. How can you just twist history to meet your needs? Simple. It's an agenda that communists have been using for a very long time. Change or destroy history? Hitler did it. Castro did it and many more. On one hand, I am born of patriot descendants. On the other hand, my mother fled Indonesia in 1950 when the communists came in. The evil communists wanted to execute her and the rest of her family because they were part European. They considered them white dogs is what they called her. As an American patriot and a daughter of someone that fled evil such as communism, I will fight along with many more to protect our children from this racist, Marxist indoctrination such as critical race theory or anything else associated with this. Hope McMath of Jacksonville says there's a lot we don't teach about Florida, including the history of the area where the Board of Education was meeting. We are one block away from where Willie Washington was lynched in the 1920s. We're four blocks away from where Axe Handle Saturday took place, which was an extreme act of white violence against black bodies during the civil rights movement. We are also in an area where 43% of our population in 1860 were enslaved people. Those facts matter. They're part of our history and American history, but they cannot be taught without also uh, having space for the discussion of racism. And we know that when we help students identify and critique the causes of social inequality, we will finally step closer to a world where equity is possible. Teaching the truth of systemic racism and its impact across time is an important step in solving our largest problems. And it's messy, and it's uncomfortable, and it's challenging, as it always is when we try hard to lift the blinders off of our eyes. What you are proposing will create a chilling and damaging effect. And who will be most harmed? Our young people. Racism is absolutely woven into the fabric of our nation's history and life. It just is. It's a fact. And the most productive way in which to reckon with that fact so that we might create a future where all people are valued is to speak truth in our schools. And remember, when we are not speaking truth, that means we are lying. Maria Pira is a teacher in Miami-Dade Public Schools. She told the board this new rule is the best way to thwart lefties who run the schools. Unless you pass this rule... The leftist radical school board members who just want to teach critical race theory to our children, who want to indoctrinate them, they will find a way, they will find a backdoor to be able to teach this. If you pass this rule today, then the school board members and the superintendent will not be able to implement curriculum that does not align with these standards. So I support it 100%. But Ben Frazier of Jacksonville says the only ones trying to manipulate the truth are the politicians pushing this rule to squelch any discussions about race. Governor DeSantis has designed a special plan. That plan is to brainwash public school students in the state of Florida. We strongly criticize this proposal. It's an effort to whitewash, cover up, and candy coat history. It seeks to prevent teachers from teaching the truth about slavery, racism, and other racial matters. It is, in fact, a Republican political propaganda campaign. It's directed by the governor. He's using the education system as a launching pad for his 
presidential political aspirations. This board should stop attempting to sanitize and to clear up the ugly horrors of history that make white folks feel uncomfortable. Adolf Hitler didn't want the truth told, and guess what? Neither does Ron DeSantis. Benito Mussolini didn't want it told, and guess what? Neither does Ron DeSantis. White supremacists don't want it told. And we're here to tell you that it's time to allow teachers to tell the truth. This is a deliberate plan to politicize and whitewash history. Thank you, Mr. Stop Fraser. Stop it. <clears throat> Susan Eric Kirk. We say teach. Thank you, Mr. Fraser. Allow teachers to teach the truth. Your time is up. Thank you. Allow teachers to teach the truth. 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 When Frazier refused to yield at the end of his two minutes, the chairman of the board ordered him removed from the room, which took a few minutes because, well, he gets around on an electric scooter. After a short break to restore order, the board reconvened and agreed to adopt an amendment, adding the words critical race theory to the new rule because, for some reason, they had not been included in the original version. The end result of the vote is that the theory that racism is a social construct embedded in our legal and political systems cannot be taught in Florida schools. DeSantis will be using this as a campaign issue for the GOP base as he runs for re-election next year and if he runs for president in 2024. The governor's political committee had another good month in May, collecting more than $7.5 million. That's only about half of what his PAC, called Friends of Ron DeSantis, collected in April, but it blows away any of his Democratic opponents. DeSantis has banked almost $40 million for his upcoming campaigns. Charlie Crist has picked up several endorsements from fellow Democrats as he makes another run for governor. State Representatives Christopher Benjamin, Ben Diamond, Joe Geller, Michael Gottlieb, Michael Grieco, Travis McCurdy, and Susan Valdez have all released statements of support for the St. Petersburg congressman. Crist and Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed are the leading Democrats in the race against Ron DeSantis. One week ago, the state health department announced it would no longer issue daily casualty counts from the COVID pandemic. They're only releasing the numbers once a week, and today is the day that first report is due. But, you know, we've already got a pretty good idea about what the toll is because the feds are still releasing daily casualty counts at the CDC website. The latest report says Florida has been averaging just under 2,000 new cases of COVID per day over the past week and that the average number of deaths reported per day is just about 50. Now, there was a big spike on those graphs because the state reported 190 fatalities on Monday, followed by zero fatalities on Tuesday. Your calendar of events begins at 9 a.m. when trustees at the University of Florida are holding a retreat in Gainesville. Also at 9, the Florida Supreme Court Chief Justice Charles Kennedy will give a State of the Judiciary Address during the General Assembly of the Florida Bar Annual Convention in Orlando. Jacksonville Attorney Michael Tanner will also be installed as the new president of the Florida Bar. And at 10, Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed is hosting a Zoom conversation with elected agricultural and financial leaders in the black community to talk about the history of systematic discrimination in farm lending. Over the past century, black participation in farming has decreased by 85% in Florida, and the amount of farmland owned by blacks nationwide has been reduced by 90%. 
Finally today, a temporary Florida man is back in jail after a daylight escape from the Pinellas County Jail. 25-year-old Cody John Drew was arrested in Polk County last September on a warrant from Ohio, where he's accused of killing his nine-week-old son. Jondro was transferred to the Pinellas County Jail two weeks ago and was awaiting extradition by U.S. Marshals when he made his break, scaling the wall surrounding the recreation yard and slipping through the razor wire in 26 seconds. Deputies pursued him on foot, and Sheriff Bob Galtieri says he was captured a short distance away from the jail in the parking lot of a golf cart store. Insert Bob Galtieri, jailbreak. The inmate broke a heel bone during the escape, and it took 80 stitches to close the cuts from the razor wire. He's back in the Pinellas County Jail and will be taken to Ohio once he's medically cleared. That's it for this installment of Sunrise. I'm Rick Flagg in Tallahassee, inviting you to join us again Monday as we plumb the depths of Florida politics. 